You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time- wait a minute. Wait a minute, Pokemon. Wait, oh, okay, I caught it. It's time for Nerd Overload, everybody. The pop and geek culture show that is as obsessed with Pokemon Go as you are. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you. Thank you all for tuning in this week. A uh, bunch of news, but first we're going to get into some stuff we've been checking out. And uh, do we just want to get the first one out of the way quick that we've all been checking out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already mentioned you it. You mentioned so it. Pokemon Go. It's Pokemon Go. Came finally. out yesterday, last yeah, night. For some people. Yeah, that, that Came are out not... earlier for some people. Oh, yeah. For some people who made an Australian iTunes account so they could download it early. <laughs> and people with Android phones. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it's, uh, we've been talking, we've talked about it before. It's a Pokemon, like, it's almost like a fitness app, kind of, a little bit, kind of. In a way. I mean, it encourages you to, to get out your house and walk around. Yeah. It ties into a GPS and, uh, you walk around and Pokemon pop up and you catch them and- oh. You, you catch them all. You gotta. It's what you gotta do. Well, I mean, they show up on your map, and you click on them, and it goes into like an AR ultra, uh, altered reality, augmented reality, augmented reality. How did I mess that anagram? anagram? <laughs> I can't talk today. Wow! Wow! Okay. Too late to catch Pokemon. Cut that bunch out. Okay. Augmented. It goes into an augmented reality camera Thing. mode where you actually have to find where the Pokemon is around you. And, and then, then throw balls at it to yeah. catch it. And there's a, like a battling system and stuff that we haven't tried yeah, yet. No, well, I don't think any of us are level five yet. Yeah, yeah, none of us have got to level five yet to be able to to actually battle at the gyms. Yeah, man. And I'm seeing all these local gyms around with Pokemon in them. I'm like, must be nice not to have anything to do. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Uh, you know what? I like it. I like the game. Uh, it's not Pokemon. It's if you go into it thinking it's like Pokemon, you're the you're original games. You're gonna have a bad time, but for <laughs> what it is, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, don't yeah, don't go in expecting it to make Pokemon real life. Like that trailer that they had. Yeah, that Super Bowl trailer. Well, that trailer was hype. Oh man, like it was yeah. a really awesome trailer. Way too awesome of a trailer for what it, it is. actually is. Yeah. So yeah, dial back your expectations, but still. You know, get ready to have a good time because it's a it's, fun it's little... It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun and it's free. I mean, you you can make it cost money, but it you can play it for free. So far, none of us have had to buy forth any money. I mean, yeah. they give you plenty of Pokeballs. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go to the... the what, on these little places on the map that are called Pokestops and you can, you know, get Pokeballs. You can get random like items. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they're, they're different, like... Landmarks. Landmarks. Uh, points of interest. On a GPS, I guess. Yeah, the whole point is it's kind of supposed to get you out and kind of walk around and check out things that are around you. And that's kind of neat because the company that did um, did this, Niantic, they did a game called Ingress, which is very much the same thing. This is not Pokemon, so nobody Right, cared. so many pl- Yeah, nobody <laughs> played it. Uh, their servers were having some troubles last night, though. They were Ooh. having some real issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I had the Australian version early, like mm-hmm. we had hinted at a minute ago. And I didn't actually get the head start I thought I would because the servers were down for most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it seems like they worked out a lot of the kinks now, and it, it just fires right up. And Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, be warned, though, because much like a mapping GPS system would, it's got to be on the entire time you're using it. 
and it can drain battery. Can and will. Oh it, yeah. Yeah, I took this morning. I took just one quick lap around my block just to kind of see what I can get um, before we recorded, and it ate ten percent of my battery. Womp womp. Yeah, real not great, but. I guess they're working on it, so I don't know. We will see. Yeah. So, yeah, go check it out. It's a phone game. It's free. Why not? I mean, there's microtransactions, but the, the microtransactions aren't really that all that bad. Yeah, they seemed reasonably priced. Well, I that's thought. good. That's good. I still won't pay them, but... No. <laughs> but uh, I am definitely thinking about getting that, like, that $30, $35, whatever it is, bracelet. Oh, the dongle, so you can just... What so exactly you don't... does that do? Um, from what I remember reading about it, if you're wearing it, you'll it'll buzz when a Pokemon is near, and you just... You don't have to have the app open. You just tap it, and it will attempt to catch said Pokemon. Yeah. Which will be good for like for me if I were out jogging, because I yeah. don't want to have to have that app open while I'm out jogging and staring at my phone when I should be like looking at the road or people yeah. coming yeah. towards me. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. This game is probably going to kill somebody. Uh, probably, yeah. Someone's going to wander right into traffic trying to catch a uh, slant. That or one whatever. police department issuing yeah. that, uh, that, that, I don't want to call it a warning, but a... Uh, well, people were apparently going into their police station because it was a poke stop, and you don't actually have to go into the buildings. You yeah. just have to be near them, and they're like, "Don't you don't have to come in to get your pokeballs?" It's okay. <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> and then it was like, also pay attention to where you're going. That sh- that sand shrew isn't going anywhere fast. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's cool. That's, I'm glad they had a kind of a sense of humor about that. That's great. But uh, yeah, even the app it says, even the app itself says. Uh, like pay attention to your surroundings, and it shows like the an image of a dude looking at his phone, like right into the jaws of a Gyarados. Yeah. Overall, it's fun. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a time waster. Hopefully, it will get people off their butts. Yeah. That's I, what I'm hoping. I hope. I hope I lose some weight from this. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely wanted to just get just up and walk, walk around, and yeah. I never want to do that. It's a weird incentive. I don't know why, but it works. Like, I want to go. Then Pokemon <laughs> wants you to sweat. Yeah. Well, you got to be the very best. Like, no one ever was. Like, just that means wait, getting off your butt. Yeah, just wait till you get an egg and, like, you so many steps hatch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, true. man. I got to go walk. I got to hatch this egg. <laughs> uh, who, who wants to go for a jog? <laughs> yeah. Um, beyond that, I'll tell you, I uh, I did one thing real quick. I watched the movie The BFG. It was based on the Roald Dahl book. Big friendly giant. Big friendly not, giant. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, not the other. Not the other. Yeah. Thing it could Which, be. to be honest, not, not I kind of thought of not the big freaking gun. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That'd um, be a good movie though. I'd watch that. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was fine. It was fun. Um, I wasn't really um too up on the source material, so I don't really know how to compare it to that. But it looked nice. It was inoffensive. Um, it's a Spielberg movie, so I mean, it, it was pretty high quality. Uh, so if you have a kid. You know, go see it. That seems it's 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 just a good movie. The girl in it looks like if they went back in time uh, around Matilda time and, and grabbed Mara Wilson and made her very be much. In another movie. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize that what's his name from A Flight of the Concords was the voice of the main bad giant. Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. Yeah. yeah, that's it. There weren't a ton of like celebrity or like n- nameable or notable like but i think that people. would be distracting for something it would like the yeah although bill Hader was one of the other giants i guess nice so that's cool well bill I Hader's like been real heavy and getting his voice work done and that's good he's really good at it he but, was uh, in uh finding dory oh he was we also saw we saw he's also in uh, inside out yeah 
Oh, yeah, he was like one of Fear was one of my favorite characters. Yep, he's Fear. Really. He's also one of the two voices of BB-8. Huh. Because BB-8 is made up of two voices from two people. I did not know that. Yeah, Bill Hader was one of them. Oh, right on. This is Bill Hader cast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we saw Finding Dory last week, and it, it was good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the original Finding Nemo, which I'm sure is sacrilege to a lot of people listening. Get out. Just get out of my house. <laughs> I liked it, but it was never one of my favorites. Yeah, it always felt to me like the most kitty of all the Pixar movies like this is the one that's for babies well I, I don't know if I don't know if I agree with that I think Bugs Life I think well I last time he saw it though yeah it's true I haven't seen it since you know when it came out in like 2004 or whatever I think the Dory character was definitely more for kids than anything but I think the Finding Nemo the story of Finding Nemo was very serious and kind of grown up about loss and sheltering and grief and grief and, and sheltering your children and so, when, when it's time to when is it time to kind of stop babying your kids your kid. and stuff yeah maybe you should watch it again yeah maybe, yeah. Last, oh, have to. maybe yeah. last time i watched it i was uh, a kid in a mood in a mood well in a mood and also just of an age where i that's just what i'm gonna think oh uh, okay you know, i'm yeah. a grumpy Teenager. When it came out, I was probably senior in high school, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, I was probably you know. Yeah, but uh, but I I do agree that Dory was probably the most kidified, most kid friendly sec part of Finding Nemo. Was this how how was this? Because I've I've been a little hesitant to watch it. They try to give her a little more backstory, weight, backstory, but it's I don't know, it's nothing that interesting. Like she had parents. Mm. And that that's about it. I mean, she's always had the memory loss. She's okay, so that was so that's not a, a a thing that happened to her. She was just always had oh, the yeah. memory yeah. thing. Okay. And they, I mean, they deal with it in a really good way and make it feel like I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say here. They they deal with mental illness in a mature and well thought out way. Okay. Which is very much they treat it like it's a mental illness and not, but they still like, kind of whoa, she's so silly. They still kind of do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the with our parents. It, you know, it's obviously like parents trying to deal with this. Okay. Yeah, with their kid that can't remember past you five know, minutes. They even ask the question, will she, you know, will she ever be able to you know, survive or live on her own? Interesting. Yeah. Will she forget us? Yeah. Okay, that's that's really interesting. I'm Now I'm kind of... You should. It's I mean, I yeah, want to watch seems, it. Yeah. I mean, the backstory is huh. kind of at odds with the way they present the character... Sometimes, because mm. I mean, a lot of times the joke is she can't remember. Okay. But then a lot of times it's not. A lot of times it's a serious issue. I don't know. It was good enough. Okay, I mean, good enough. Well, give it a watch. For yeah. for a Pixar sequel, good enough is usually about. Oh yeah, it's way better than their recent sequel sequels have been. Yeah. Oh, not toy. I still think Toy Story. I say is the Toy Story mm -hmm. sequels have always been. Those on are good. Yeah. Those those when when we talk about Pixar sequels, I think those get left out of the conversation because those are like the they're good. The the abnormality where they're they're all pretty solid. I even like Toy Story three. I love Toy Story three. It's I do too, and it like it kills me on an emotional level. Yeah. Oh, if, if I if if I feel, felt human emotions, I would probably feel, be real sad at that <laughs> ending to Toy Story three. Uh, <laughs> three is probably my favorite of them. I don't know. I'm a classic guy. I, yeah, I really do original. love the classic. I don't. I the first one's my least favorite. It 
it looks the most dated. Well, it, and the the writing is very nineties. Everybody's eh, kind of like a I'm a wacky jerk, like yeah. edgy jerk. <laughs> but then again, that's that was Woody's. That was his personality, though. He was because he was the favorite toy. He was kind of the the jerk, the jerk yeah. character. I mean, he literally tries to kill Buzz at one point, like push him out the window or whatever. Like yeah. it's weird. Again, that's that was his arc, though, to become less of a jerk and kind of more. Yeah, he he grew as a as a as a person. Yeah, so to speak. Toy. So to speak. <laughs> person toy. Toy man. Yeah. <laughs> but not like the Superman villain. Yeah, no, not like the Superman villain. <laughs> nice, good pull there. I like that. <laughs> um, no, I I am kind of tired of Pixar sequels, except. Incredibles 2. Yeah. That, I am yeah. much excited for Incredibles 2. Yeah. The Incredibles is probably one of my favorite Pixar movies. Yeah, it's, like, it's one period. of mine. Mm-hmm. That and Brave. Brave's really good. I've never, see, I've never seen Brave. It's, it's good. It's good. You should it's, check that it's one It's really out. good. Mm-hmm. Like, Toy Story 2 is like the first movie they did where it's like, maybe we should make people cry in our movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the culmination of that and being never the first, stopped. The yeah. first 10 minutes of Up. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Getting misty already. <laughs> uh, and Finding Dory probably won't make you cry. Okay, that's good. And there's a there's a couple like moments that are kind of sad ish. Sad, yeah. But I, for the most part, you probably won't cry. Okay, that's good. If I if, again, if I had human emotions, then little yeah. do you guys all know, Sam actually isn't a person. He is a. I'm an, man. Al- I'm an algorithm. I'm he's just a, yeah. He's an AI construct that we run when we start the the show. Mm-hmm. He's actually running on a computer not, as as we speak. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing stuff. It's, actually, it's like Hatsune Miku. I live in the cyber zone. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the VR the zone. zone. The VR zone. Oh, that's something we could talk about yeah, real quick. Speaking of the VR zone, we almost got to try out uh the VR a VR headset. VR. Yeah, yeah. Almost is the underlying term. Uh, you want to explain that one? <laughs> so on the on the the PlayStation VR website, they have the uh, experience the PlayStation VR, and you put in your zip code, and they give you like places around you that are doing a demo on certain days. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, which as of recording this was a Wednesday, yeah, they said there was one in Mansfield at at the GameStop up in Mansfield from noon to six p.m. Yeah. Uh, we what got, it said. We got there, and it was actually noon to 3 p.m. Oh. Yeah. The uh, the Sony guy decided to pack up three yeah, hours early. Yeah, pack it in three hours early and get out of there. So we did yes. not get to try. And we got there about 4, uh, or about 4.30. And yeah, no, didn't did not happen. Hmm. Yeah. So I would have loved to tell you all about the, the, VR, the VR zone, but I can't because Sony messed up. Yeah. Blame Sony. Yeah. Write him an angry email for me. There you go. <laughs> Get that Sony rep in trouble. <laughs> I got that uh, the Tokyo Mirage set. I cannot say that. Tokyo Mirage sessions. sessions. We got there that. There you go. I got uh, Tokyo Mirage sessions. What is it? Hashtag FE or something, something like that. Sharp FE. Sharp FE. It's a, it's a crossover between the Shin Megami Tensei. See, I just nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei franchise and Fire Emblem. And it, it plays mostly like like a Persona game. Yeah, it's a Wii game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for Wii U. It's a JRPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it plays like a Persona game with Fire Emblem characters in it, kind of. Okay. Because in the Persona games, you, you go around and you basically collect monsters like kind of like pokemon mm. but 
well, you don't you don't collect monsters in this one, but you ha- each character has a monster assigned to them, and they're all based and they're, on they're all based on Fire Emblem characters, but they don't really look like them. It's like Zombie Crom, yeah, like Crom from the not the newest Fire Emblem, but the one before that, the main character mm-hmm. in that that's not the player character. My husband, okay. yeah, your your Fire Emblem husband. Okay, <laughs> he's he's the main character's like alternate monster teammate, but he doesn't look like him uh, like hardly at all. Really, he's got his face like wrapped up. And he's got blue hair, but he's got glowing like, like monster weird, eyes. Huh? Like I mean, it is. It looks like a mashup between a Persona, a uh, monster, and Crom. But like anybody who's coming in this into this like wanting to see Fire Emblem characters, that's not what they're gonna want. Gotcha. Okay. So if you're super hyped on Fire Emblem, like you're gonna, you're kind of gonna be disappointed because it's it's more toward more leans toward the other franchise. Okay. Which for me, that's fine because I like the Shin Megami Tensei series. Okay. So especially so, Persona. Yeah. So let's talk about a uh, uh, gameplay then. Is it does it play well? Is the story decent? Is it? Is yeah. It the the good story in that sense? is pretty cool. It's about uh, Japanese idol culture, which is strange. That's weird. But interesting. I don't uh, know if I'm quite far enough in it to give any sort of synopsis on what exactly is going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's just it feels something. It's weird for Nintendo to publish something like it because it's very niche. Yeah, that is weird. Um, turn-based battles, RPG battles, dungeons. Huh. I mean, you know, it, things. Yeah. The only thing that I don't like, as like a watcher observer, I don't know what. The- <laughs> the observer. They didn't uh, dub it. Yeah, it's not dubbed. The all the audio is in Japanese. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was like a so it was like a quick port. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they, they obviously spent a lot of time on it because they cut a lot of content. Oh, unfortunately. they did. Yeah. Well, Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to keep their family friendly image, and they cut a lot of, I don't know, cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> that's well. That's that's part for the course for Nintendo. So yeah. that's fine. Whatever. I I usually don't care when they do that, but it it seems weird in this game because it's very much it's about idol culture and stuff, and they changed a whole level. <laughs> really? There's one about becoming like a, a glamour model. Oh, okay. And like in the level, there's like bikini shots all over the walls, mm-hmm. and there's a photographer that I I haven't gotten to it yet, but it looks like they changed a lot of it. Gotcha. Okay. And this is more like changing the actual content. Instead of like just making a shirt less low cut or whatever. Okay, that's yeah. I don't know if I how I feel about that, but it's Nintendo. They can it's their game. They can do yeah. what they want with it. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain on the internet or whatever. Yeah, make a 10 minute YouTube video where I <laughs> whine about it. <laughs> but I mean, it's definitely something you should go in knowing. Yeah, like if that's important to you, then. But it's a it's a really good game. The gameplay is really solid. I put it in about four hours. Very cool. Four hours, and I still can't tell you what it's about. But four <laughs> hours. <laughs> I, uh, I've i read a few comics. I don't know. You don't uh, say. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, one that came out, um, actually, the first issue came out. It's five-issue miniseries. First issue came out a couple weeks ago, but I finally got, a, got around to reading it. And the second one just came out uh, yesterday, Wednesday. Uh, it's uh, Deadpool v. Gambit, <laughs> with the tagline being the V is for verses. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely a comedy book. Um, written, I would hope. Yeah, it's written by uh, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, who are um, a comedy writing duo. They um, <laughs> they were apparently born to be a comedy writing duo. With basically, those, with those names. Yeah, yeah. 
they uh, they were most well known for a uh, live stage show that they did for years out in California called uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour, where it was um, the whole thing. And they they podcasted out. It was actually tied in with the Nerdist Network there for the longest time. Um, it was like old timey radio. So they were doing like old time radio plays like yeah. Sparks Nevada, the Marshall on Mars and the Beyond Belief, the two super rich like socialites that, that that also see ghosts. <laughs> um, and it's all comedy and it featured like Paul F. Tompkins and uh, a whole bunch of other. Yeah, <laughs> but comedians. most notably Paul F. Tompkins. But most notably Paul, Paul F. Tompkins. Tompkins. Yes. So uh, so they've they've actually done a few um one shots for Marvel here and there because I think they they're um, they're on good terms with the uh, um, editorial staff over there at Marvel. Yeah, but this is the first major series that they like mini series that they've written, and the whole first issue is just Gambit and Deadpool, Gambit the X Men and Deadpool the, the Dead, Deadpool, the Deadpool um, <laughs> just fighting each other throughout New York dressed as Spider Man and Daredevil, uh, all uh, to cover up a super elaborate heist. <laughs> like jewel heist and uh just the 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 writing is really like just goofy funny and there's a, an extended sequence that uh features uh hamilton the musical and <laughs> lin-manuel miranda but they actually um all of the it's it's drawn in a very specific way but the one there's one character in it that pops up a couple times and he has uh, Alexander Hamilton's like face from like the what the twenty dollar bill or whatever, <laughs> and there's actually a little bo- box book that said one of these faces had to be changed for legal reasons. Can you spot it? <laughs> <laughs> so they couldn't actually use his like likeness, or maybe that was the joke. Maybe it was actually just kind of a joke because I don't know. It's, Miranda seems like the kind of guy that would be super into having his face in a comic book. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he pops up a couple times, and at one point they um they had a song stuck in their head. Or Deadpool did, and then later on he starts singing like one of the Hamilton songs. Like, <laughs> why, why do I know this? What is what is going on? <laughs> but uh, it's really funny, and it uh, starts off. It's like almost like a frame story. It tells what happened with the last time that they met up, and how that's tying into the next four issues, which is going to be the actual plot of the book. Uh, it's great. It's hilarious, and <laughs> it's only two ninety nine. So there's Ooh. no reason not to pick it up. Really, really good. Or wait till trade because it's only five issues. Uh, so so a trade will come out real quick. A trade will come out quick. And it'll probably be about fifteen bucks. Is usually how it goes. Cool. So um, I've noticed lately that I prefer to pick up trades. Than they're easier to store. Books. Yeah, they're easier to store. They usually and save I, you a little money. I just can't keep up with when they, I can't keep track of when what comes out when and when I should be going to the shop to get it. You see, I'm OCD. So and I'm also <laughs> a computer. I'm a computerized uh, program. Yeah, you, so you, I have no you problem read them with all that. through the internet. Yeah. I read the bits and bites. Yeah. So one of those uh, ones and zeros. Yeah, I know. It's great. You got a, a direct line into comicsology. I just plugged right in. Yep. My ethernet plug is just straight line to comicsology. You know, <laughs> that's, that's robo dirty. Well, now it is. <laughs> all right. Um, I got something. Yeah, go for it. No, I have no, oh. oh no, go ahead. No, it's okay. I don't know. I feel like I need Cody's permission now. Fine. Good. You got two minutes. <laughs> I've been playing a game on Steam called uh, Town of Salem. All right. It's basically the game Werewolf. The the card game? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, except you're on the internet, and hmm. uh, you are in a village, mostly of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's online. So. Yep. Uh, trying to, well, depending on your role, how to win the game. Like, you've got the 
everyone's everyone's got a role. Everyone there is no just like generic villager. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. Typically in a game there are three mafia members, a godfather and two others, a mafioso or a forger or whatever it depends on what the role is. Uh, a serial killer whose job is to basically just kill indiscriminately mm. at night and um whatever the townie roles tend to be. They all have different abilities they can do. Uh a doctor can block somebody from getting attacked at night. Is it uh, set in the modern day? Nope. No? No, it's done. It looks very, I don't know, pilgrimy. Huh. But okay. there's there's mafia guys. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the Mayflower well, Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> but depending on your role, it depends if you get, you know, if you can like BS your way through it. Mm. I almost made it all the way to the end of a game as a serial killer. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's tough to do. Yeah. Uh, there's like the lynching things like in Werewolf. Okay. They, they vote to, during the day to who to kill or whatever. Uh, investigators can investigate a person at night and it will give them clues on what their role is. Okay. Is yeah. this, and this is a multiplayer game? It's yeah. Not a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, is cool. it just like, like card based or? Mm, it, no, it's all digital. It's all. No I mean card. like digital card. No. Like how does it, how does it play? Like what's the interface? Um, you see the village. Uh, there's a chat window down in the bottom, and you can like whisper to people like on the list, and it'll tell you. It, it'll just tell everyone if you're whispering to the somebody, or if someone's whispering to you. There's the your depending on your role. There might be another interface. Like if you're in the mafia, it'll list all the mafia people. Uh, there's a list of everybody who's playing. There's a list of dead people in the graveyard. <laughs> a list of whatever roles are present in the game, and then when you die, it tells you your role and stuff. But you don't have to like move around or no, anything. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Nope. The most moving you do is uh, at night if you have like a night ability. There's a list of people, and it'll you click the different people. Oh, and also there's an interface that tells you it show, tells you your role, and what you can do and what your goal is. Okay, that helps. Yep. Uh, there are other game modes that have various other crazy weird roles, like stuff that gets a little more fantastical. Like there's a witch, mm. and the witch can control someone at night. Huh. To make them do something else, use their role or whatever, uh, just things like that. I was a vampire once in a weird game, and I was killed night one by a vampire hunter. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Don't even know how that happened. Wow. Everyone was like, "Wow, lucky how did shot." Figure it out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a different game. It's fun. It's frustrating sometimes. I, it can be. I can understand that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Very much about manipulating the other players. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Especially if you are the executioner role, which is a neutral role. And your whole point is to um, get the town to lynch your target. Mm. It'll tell you at the very beginning of the game who your target is. And you got to basically make a case to get that person hung. It's (laughs) It's like the suicidal guy in Werewolf. Uh, that's, yeah. that's my favorite one. Like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm the werewolf right here. <laughs> yeah. I, gotta... play, I was playing a game of werewolf at Origins, and some kid was just sitting there like, yo, I'm the werewolf. And nobody believed him. And he was the werewolf. Yeah, he, he actually wasn't. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But no one wanted to listen to him because he was a kid. And he was annoying. Yeah, That'd be great for VR. There is okay. a VR werewolf coming out. Yeah, that's a. I think Ubisoft is is doing it. Aren't it they? looks interesting because you can like lean and yeah. like whisper to the person next to you, and that only they can hear you. That's cool. Those kind of games will be really cool in VR. Oh yeah, yeah. it'll be amazing. Yeah, I'm assuming because I've never tried VR. <laughs> 
Jeez, be bitter oh, about it. Gosh. <laughs> well, the website said six. Uh, should have uh, been there till six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we'll get into the news. Woo! Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus, 419-562-0404, and online at subcultureoh.com. That was Keep Fishing by Weezer. No real reason why we played it. Just It's a good one. It's a good song. I like it a lot. We all like it a lot, I think. The, the video has the Muppets. Yeah. So, so... You know, can't go wrong with that. Exactly. So uh, let's get into a little bit of news here. Uh, first on the docket, I guess there's a new Iron Man. Iron and it's a woman? Girl, yeah. Iron Girl, yeah. So um, this is spinning out of the new Marvel reboots or whatever, whatever I guess. Whatever they're called. The, the Civil War Two, I guess. 
Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the character's name is Riri Williams. It's a 15-year-old African-American girl. And she is going to be the next uh, Iron Man. Iron person. Iron person, I guess. <laughs> they keep calling her the next Iron Man. So I don't know. Maybe she's going to be wearing, like, dude armor. Yeah, I think it's just the pretending. same armor. Yeah, and just well, pretending to be. From what I was reading, yeah, I don't know. she is uh, a top MIT student. Okay, makes sense. And she found an old set of Iron Man armor, and she has been reverse engineering it in her dorm room. Oh, okay. That's, and that, that kind of got Tony's attention. Right on. Okay. And she's really cool looking. I like yeah, her design. Yeah, it's very cool design. Yeah. Oh, I agree yeah. with that. I don't uh, know the... how she fits the th- the fro in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who created her, I guess, um, also created Miles Morales. Yeah, okay. Brian, Brian and, Brian, Brian, and Jessica Jones. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess that's been one of the things that's kind of been keeping people kind of not losing their crap on the internet. Yeah. Like some have been. When, so when they, of course some have been. When they been. announced it, like he went out of his way to explain that this was inspired by real life this events. Is a, real life events. It's it's it came to me while I was doing this. Just yeah, it was to... like a he was supposed to do like a like a speech at a school or something or something like that, and it, it, he didn't get to do the event or whatever for some reason. But he's heard about this one girl at the school and was inspired by her story to create this character. Basically, he went out of its out of his way to make uh, the buttholes online that are going to be like this is just filling a diversity quotient it's not actual writing blah 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 like he went out of his way to explain that like that no, no this is a thing that i wanted to do because i wanted to do it <laughs> yeah and that's and that's cool um you know tony stark's not going to go away that character his character is going to come back there's no reason for people to get upset over yeah, this this is it's... the same conversation we had about captain america yeah two weeks ago yeah and it's the same one that we've had about thor and back when Miles Morales was a th- was created, because we were still we were doing this when, in fact, I think we were that was yeah I think we were, I think that was something we brought up anyway oh, whatever that was a while ago yeah you know, what whatever they're not getting rid of they're not making you burn all your old Iron Man comics starring <laughs> Tony Stark it's not like Robert Downey Jr. is going to stop being Iron Man in the movies this is a story that Brian Michael Bendis wants to tell and this is the character that he wants to tell it with and that's great and if they if they just use the same characters all the time forever it would get, boring. get bored it would get yeah, boring they got to change it up every once in a while for you know six issues or yeah. whatever just to keep it interesting and there have been other iron men shoot Rhodey was, was iron man for yeah, a while he, yeah he was the iron man when tony was drunk you know being an alcoholic yeah the, uh, for a time tony was uh dh to like 15 and he was a kid inside iron man armor I don't know how I forget how he got re-aged back to adulthood. I think it was just kind of hashtag comics. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but this is this is nothing new. Like I said, this is a story that Brian Michael Bendis wants to tell, and it's with the characters that he wants to tell it with. And that's and the art design is solid, and, and that's I like great. it. Yeah, yeah. And so. and if if some fifteen year old African American girls get really excited about Iron Man, that's cool. Then that's great. Bring <laughs> more. Yeah, bring more readers into the medium because that's what that's what comics need are more readers. Yeah, it's been stagnant for years, but it's nice to see the numbers changing. I'm all for new readers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. New readers, diversity in readers. Uh Uh-huh. Because diversity in readers will eventually create diversity in writers. Exactly. Have you ever seen, like, the DC or Marvel, like, bullpen modern day? No. 90% of them are bald white guys with goatees. It's like cops. That's, yeah. It's like a bunch of cops. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, if 
diversity in readers breeds diversity in writers, and mm-hmm. that means different stories. Yeah, diverse writers tell more interesting, different stories. I totally, totally agree. It's all about bringing in new blood. And speaking of bringing in new blood, uh, uh, Boom Studios is going to try to bring in uh, some new blood with some uh, some stories that they're going to tell, starring uh, uh, wrestlers. They're going to be making <laughs> wrestling comics, which is weird because comics, comic books about wrestlers, pro wrestlers, and their um, on stage personas is nothing new. There was, I remember, there was a uh, an Undertaker comic years ago. I never read it because wrestling, but the, but they've always been like low pressed, like independently made yeah kind of not very good not super great probably something that was that personal wrestler's idea pretty much (laughs) yeah i want to do a comic about me (laughs) yeah but this is different because it's been picked up by boom studios which while not you know your main marvel or dc is definitely definitely like second second tier yeah yeah. it's up there now like yeah they're they're getting bigger and bigger all the time they have well they're the ones that's it was the company that was started by mark wade it was the one that had irredeemable which was really good it's the one that has the currently has the darkwing duck um line the power rangers line yeah i feel like power rangers they got adventure time they that Mm -hmm. that exploded the adventure time they have almost all of the cartoon network shows Yeah, yeah i think they even have the my little pony one don't they i believe so yeah and no, I think that's IDW. You're right. Yeah, oh, right, I think yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know why I know that. But... Well, your ponies. You know. uh, let's see here. You know your ponies. Uh, they have, no, no they have I really Zim? do. I think they have Zim. No, Zim is Oni. Oh, yeah, right, Zim's right. Oni. Uh, Man, I'm losing it. Yeah, it's 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 the morning. Trust me. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but no, this is interesting. And uh, they've really only shown like a couple teaser images. The and art looked good. Is, I mean, it was it, a cool looking John Cena. It looked like John Cena. Sure. He was... Boop, boop, doop, boop. We we could see him on that comic cover. <laughs> on that cover, yeah. I I, I, re- I reject it. You you can't you can't see John Cena. You can't see John Cena. You refuse to see John Cena. Yeah, that they should do a cover that's just a floating pair of wristbands and a hat. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> His power is that he's the invisible man because yeah. you can't see him. Yeah, see that's that's the other thing. There's no real. There hasn't been any announcement of the story. Or anything about now, it. Are the are the wrestlers superheroes? Are they are they just their wrestler personas? From the look of that cover, it just looks like wrestling. Yeah. So I mean, cool, and it brings in a whole subset of readers. I mean, a lot of a lot of there is a big um, crossover between wrestling and comic books. From it's what basically I the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. They're not that different. <laughs> not oh, not really. This just popped in my head, and mm-hmm. I would I we didn't really put it on the thing or anything, but uh, oh, what's his name? Star Stardust. Gold, gold dust. dust. Gold. No, there's a no, Stardust. There's a Stardust thing no, and gold dust. yeah. Stardust is going to be on Arrow. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> that makes sense because I guess there was a there was a WrestleMania or a Raw or something where Stephen Amell got up and took a chair to the face by Stardust or Gold Dust, one of the two. Stardust. One one of the Dust Boys. <laughs> the Dustman. The, the Dustman. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's Stardust. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, that's cool. And it all started because Stephen Amell happened to go to a wrestling event and he saw him in the crowd and he like s- stormed off the off the ring in his persona and got like in Stephen Amell's because face. Because Stardust is like a supervillain. Yeah. In his wrestling. Yeah. Persona. And he's even like uh, crashed Stephen Amell panels at Comic Con. We're so. reaching the maximum limit of of my wrestle knowledge. Yeah. I do not know. I don't know. I, the only reason I know this is because of all the crap that connects into, into the Arrowverse. Arrow. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't. I think it's cool. Why not? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm proud. I'm not gonna. Read I'm not gonna them, read but... them, but no, no. But, but uh, someone will, and that's yeah. great. If it can bring a couple more readers into comic books, then and more so money be it. for Boom. Yeah, and yeah. so be it. Um, <laughs> this is a speaking of weird comics. This is, a, yeah. this is a dumb one. We can't talk about it long. But uh, last year for San Diego Comic Con, uh, there was probably one of the weirdest like merchandising tie-in one-off comics that was created, and we talked about it last year, I think. Uh, the Adventures of Colonel Sanders uh, by DC <laughs> Comics. <laughs> The chicken guy. The chicken guy, yeah. The colonel. And uh, it was a free giveaway at, at the DC booth, and people read it and liked it and thought it was funny. Well, this year, they're doing it again. The Crisis on Infinite Earths version, where uh, the colonel has forgotten his 11 herbs and spices. Except one. Except one. He knows one of them. <laughs> so he has to go to 10 alternate reality Earths. To meet ten different other Ultimate reality colonels. Colonels. It's the who, it's the Colonel Corps is it, what the comics who called. Each know one part of the recipe. Yes, while battling their super their uh, super villain from Earth Three, where everyone's villains, Colonel Sunder. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty great. It looks pretty great. There's it, like it's so comic book. Oh, like it, it, in the best way. Yeah. yeah. There's like a bizarro colonel and like a, a a woman colonel chicken colonel there's a colonel that's an actual chicken um, which seems awfully dark yeah there's there's weird Meat. cyber future colonel <laughs> and they all have that goofy goatee well except for the, the the female colonel she doesn't have the goatee although that would be kind of funny yes she should <laughs> she should have had the, the, the goatee. even the chicken looked like his his, his, uh, his waddle, waddle, waddle yeah. looked like the 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 goatee uh, but, uh, this is, it's going to be weird. weird. It's weird. But Thanks I'll, a lot, I'm, DC. I'm looking forward to it. It's on Comixology for free right now, or and they're giving away physical copies at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. And the it's like full of chicken puns. It and is. Like, absolutely. The writing seems like pretty hilarious. They get like, it. Yeah, the writer gets it. This it almost reads almost like one of those uh, 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 hostess, yeah, hostess fruit, pie, fruit pie, but instead of a one page, it's a full full on comic. It's kind of weird, like. It almost seems like they're kind of going off with the way the commercials have been going lately. Oh, where they have a different yeah. where they have weird. a different comedian playing the colonel all the well, time. Well, not just comedians. It's a George uh, um, George Hamilton, the guy who's super super tan. Oh, they've had a bunch. Yeah, yeah. because uh, Norm Macdonald was one. Yeah, um, Daryl Hammond was one. He was the he was the first one, I think. Yep, and I want to say according to the letters section in it, because there's a fake letters mm-hmm. section in it. The colonel has literally come back to life. <laughs> like it, it mentions that, yeah, he died in 1980 or whatever. I think it was 1980, but now he's he's literally back to make sure KFC is making chicken good. That's <laughs> that's great. I love how fast food places their their marketing is kind of going off the rails. Do you remember when when Burger King had Xbox games? Yeah, the Sneak King was great. Sneak, Sneak King, King is awesome. also terrifying. Oh sure. That's the only one I got was Sneak King, but the other it looked the other ones. Sneak King was like too. the only like really good one that was yeah. actually like worth. One it. was a cart game, I think. Yeah, yeah, one of them was a race cart game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, do that again. Yeah. <laughs> but like like just social media for fast food outside of McDonald's because Mac- McDonald's has actually stayed pretty tame. But like yeah. Arby's, oh my god, Arby's is killing it. They're on point. Whoever is like in charge of their social media gets everything. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my lord. You can even dial it back to the uh, um, the Wendy's the Wendy's girl Wendy from the commercials the redhead. I think they just call her Red now. Oh, they just call her Red now. She's okay, not I was supposed to be Wendy. I always thought she was supposed to be Wendy. Yeah, 
They just call her red. Uh, well, whatever. But th- those commercials were a little grating at times, yeah. but they were good. Uh, or um, back when like there was like all those like McDonald's adventure games on old Nintendo. Oh yeah, all McKids is a rad game. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not kidding. It it does a lot of cool stuff that even like Mario Three doesn't do. Like it's a rad platform, right? Really cool. Oh, God, you guys remember the McDonald Land? All the different, like, Sid and Marty Croft knockoff. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's Mary McCheese. Yeah. Big Mac, the police officer. <laughs> those uh, creepy fry kids. Oh, yeah. yeah those fry oh, kids. Oh, a lot of the, the McDonald Land characters used to be terrifying. Oh, yeah. And they dialed them back. Oh, Remember yeah. Forearm Grimace? Yeah. <laughs> so he could steal your shakes? Yeah. He, he Grimace used to be evil. He was the bad guy. Yeah. That's why his name is Grimace. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, when the McDonald's, uh, one of the McDonald's here in town, when... It was the one on Main Street, and they had their outdoor play place. Sure. They had a big steel grimace. Um, <laughs> Iron grimace? Yeah. Uh, it was like his belly was made of like metal bars, and you got inside, and you it like was on springs, and you rocked in it. I'm like. I'm trapped have, in the grimace. Yeah. I'm thinking back to it now, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Does that mean he ate me? It's a steel cage match. <laughs> Two men enter the Grimace, one man leaves. You, you've been vored by the Grimace. <laughs> oh, God. Some people pay a lot of money to get yeah, in that Grimace. That's, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, they don't really use the McDonald's characters anymore. No, they don't. No. It's a real like, they shame. had that really short, like, Return of the Hamburg- Hamburglar campaign. And that, I like that. That was, that was funny. That was goofy. Robble, robble. <laughs> that was really goofy. Uh, but they yeah. didn't even use Ronald McDonald all Not that even much. that often, no. They don't. They don't market their their uh, toy their stuff to kids anymore. It's because he's a crappy clown. Yeah, and nobody likes clowns. Well, there for a while he was like fitness clown. Yeah, they yeah, gave him like, a jumpsuit. Yeah, and... yeah. He was peddling his gogurt. Yeah, <laughs> gogurt, apple slices. <laughs> Let's move on to another subject. That's, yeah, We're yeah. Get, about I'm, McDonald's. I'm getting land. hungry. Let's so, move on. So <laughs> speaking of things that are coming back, back from the past, because mm-hmm. you know. He's Samurai Jack. I got, I got, I got it. it. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. So Samurai Jack is coming back uh, to Cartoon Network. Classic uh, Cartoon Network show. Well, a classic Cartoon Network show um, on Adult Swim now. Yeah, and they're upping the maturity rating on it. Yeah, it's it's for adults now. Yeah, which I mean makes sense because fans of it are adults now. Yeah, and they're actually finishing the story. That's cool because that's the part that I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. The original story was uh, Samurai Jack was a samurai from the past that was transported to the far-flung future by his arch nemesis, Akuma. Aku. Right? Aku. Aku. Yeah. Ah. Akuma is oh, man. That's, that's, right. that's the thing that makes me really sad. Um, yeah, Mako. Yeah, Mako, He's the not... voice of Aku, passed away yeah. a number of years ago. And uh, it's, I mean, yeah, there are people out there that can do decent impressions of him, but it never quite felt right. Like, he, he, did, was, a, he was a voice on Avatar, mm-hmm. uh, The Last Airbender. And it never quite felt right in the later seasons after he passed away. I agree. But they try. Yep. But uh, the show is like, it's still one of my all-time favorites. It Super was stylized. A, oh, yeah. Animation was, is astounding. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... Um, Getty Tartkovsky. Yep. Which and, he always does. He does everything good. Yeah. I don't yes. think he's ever made anything He was, was originally uh, Doc, Dexter's Lab, right? He yeah. was, that was one, his yeah, thing. He was yeah. one of the original Dexter Labs guys. Him and Craig McCracken both worked yep. on it originally. Right. Yeah. He, he made uh, an Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he didn't do Foster's. No, right. Craig McCracken. Craig oh, that's McCracken. right, right, right. Yep. <laughs> I really like, I'm a big fan of Foster's. So. Oh, yeah. Foster's <laughs> was great. It was very stylized, too. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the big things with Jack was there are no, like, hard outlines of things. Right. It's all just color. 
Yeah. But Gendy Tartakovsky made an Adam Sandler movie that was good. Yeah. Like Hotel was... Transylvania is good. Right. Mm-hmm. And 100% because he directed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We also did a lot of those uh, Star Wars Clone Wars animated shorts. Yeah, I've never the seen ones those. before Episode the, Three came out. Yeah, yeah, those were really good. Yeah, I've I heard own they're all, really good. I own all those. Yeah, uh, they're amazing. They're yeah. real short, but they're amazing. Oh, anyway, they're, he's bringing Samurai Jack back, and it's um, they wanted to add blood. They yep. wanted to actually it's, add action and blood and stuff like that, and so it's TVMA. I don't think it's going to take away from the show. I don't think it is either. Um, the only thing that worries me is usually when they take a show that was originally for kids and then suddenly age it up and take the restraints away, it gets bad. Like the Ren and Stimpy... When Ren and Stimpy came back oh, on yeah. Spike TV and suddenly oh, it was the Ren and Stimpy adult party yeah. cartoon. Yeah, but, be- because they weren't reining in John Kay. But then again, they with that, they were um, purposely adding extra stuff. This, it just seems like they're swapping out robots for people. Like, Jack it's, was constantly it, getting covered in, like, black, like, goo. Yeah. From, from I mean, there was robots a lot of, half. The, the show, even as a kid show, quote-unquote kid show, was a hyper-violent show. It was, yeah, it was very action-packed. Back, oh, very yeah. action-oriented. It's... It's an amazing show. They just wanted to color the the robot in it, it, red. That's it goes all. in a logical direction. Yeah, yeah. like it, it will be. It will still be good. That's just the only. That's just the only cravat I could think of. Yeah. No, I get it. I get your concern. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think it'll be because I think they have an idea of where they want it to go, mm-hmm. and I think that's the direction they're going to go. I don't think they're they're shopping to keep this an ongoing thing. Right, they want to tell the end of the story. Yeah, they it, basically just want they they want to get the story finished. It's basically cool. a, a mini series event, probably. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah. Also, it's caveat, not cravat. Cravat oh, is like a yeah. That's a, neck a Philly thing. thing that you wear. Whoops. Yeah. I meant caveat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> cravat sure you is what Miles Edgeworth wears. <laughs> oh, does this mean in ten years they're going to bring back Symbionic Titan? I wish that'd be great. That was a pretty good show. I like yeah. that. I like that show. Symbiotic Titan. Yeah. Okay. I do remember that one. I don't think I ever watched that. For one. Some reason I get that one and the one with where the two guys built the uh, muscle car into a Megas robot. Mega's XLR. Yeah. I get hey, that one's mixed good. Up. I like Mega's, Megas. I never XLR. watched that, but it, it was like weird, it was but good. it's good. Yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah, the head of the robot is the muscle car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always picture that it was like a Bulk and Skull kind of. Yeah, they kind yeah, of were. A bit. They kind of were. Yeah. There were a couple of dumb, uh, you know, grease monkeys. Yeah, pretty much. Who built an intergalactic fighting robot. But yeah. Symbionic Titan was a Gendy thing, too. Oh, that's right. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I never saw that one. Yeah. I feel bad for not watching it now. You're the reason why it got canceled now. Oh, shush. <laughs> I didn't watch it that often either. I, I mean, I, I watched a few episodes here and there and liked it. Well, you're the reason Young Justice got canceled. Probably. I didn't watch that at all, except later. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, you know, we mentioned Power Rangers before. Let's do this one real quick. Uh, in an interview with Brian Cranston, because people can't stop talking to him about how he's going to be Zordon, uh, he mentioned that he would not, after reading the script, the new Power Rangers movie is... Uh, uh, shares a lot of closer ties to the Dark Knight, the Batman, the second Batman. The Nolan, uh, Nolan Batman. Like the darkest of the three. Um, also the best one. The best one, sure, but uh, I don't know. Uh, kind of, that, that comment does not garner the enthusiasm in me that it has with a lot of people because, again, I'm remembering the original Power Rangers series <laughs> and... Power Rangers isn't supposed to be dark. Yeah, you've actually watched Power Rangers recently, which I think a lot of these people haven't seen it since they were eight. Of that age. Yeah. Yeah. So they have no context to how it actually is. Yeah, it's... 
I don't know. A super serious Power Rangers just doesn't sound appealing no, to me. It's not a serious. It's not even the slightest bit serious. It's not supposed to be. It's goofy yeah. and silly. And so I'm not. I'm a little concerned. My my concern is back up for this. I again, it's not for me. It's not for us. But. Why would you hire Elizabeth Banks if you don't want her to be hilarious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, That's a valid point. <laughs> just a very valid point. I just don't know. I just don't know about this one. I'm like, I'm like who's watching The Hunger Games? You know what? She'd be a great Rita. <laughs> <laughs> actually, really? she actually kind of looks kind of like her in The Hunger Games. Some of yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. She was funny in The Hunger Games, though, too. Yeah, like, that's true. It's the she's the closest the Hunger Games has to like comic relief. Yeah, she was probably my favorite part, my favorite thing in the movies. That is mm-hmm. mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. I'm just not not well, as hype. Does it mean does it mean it's gonna be dark like Dark Knight, or it's gonna be good like Dark Knight? Because that's the See, that's the thing we don't know. That's the million dollar question. I think he's meaning dark. I like think he's dark meaning Knight. dark. Like tonally like Dark Knight. Yeah. Which... And visually, it's going to be real real dark out. You have to yeah, use but... some flashlights. <laughs> as long as it's not the you know the lights on their helmets. Yeah, so uh, are they going to put lights inside their helmets? No, so they don't have the to. Faces? They have lights on their chest, remember? Those oh, big yeah. glowing orbs. <laughs> Those diamond things on their chest. Yeah. Mm. I saw some article that used that picture of them in their armor and said, look, it's Iron Man's kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, they're not, <laughs> they they're not like. wrong. Iron so, Teens. Yeah, I just don't. With attitude. Yeah, I just don't Though, know. Though, I did recently see some um, on-the-set principal action shots, mm-hmm. and the suit looks a little better in a physical form. Right, but that's before they add a bunch of CG yeah. garbage on top of it. <laughs> I don't like the helmet. Yeah. It's like a mask helmet thing. Mm. I forget. Does it have little metal lips? Yeah. Yes. At least they got that right. Yeah. And I didn't see any. I didn't see any CGR tracker thingies on it. So maybe they won't. Maybe their mouths won't move. Oh, I oh, hope man. not. That would be. That, that would be. That would unsettling. ruin everything. Yeah, that'd be really weird and dumb. Yeah. It'd be like uh, in Star Kid when he's trying to eat and the suit is eating the for him and it's like chewing it up into a ball and shoving it in his mouth inside the suit. Oh my god, I I have forgotten about Star Kid. <laughs> I don't know, what is Star Kid? Star Kid was a '90s. Was it made for TV? Uh, no, it was a it was a theatrical a theatrical um, release. It's a weird weird movie about a alien battle armor that is sentient, and it basically Blue Beetles a kid. That's what I was say. It's Blue Beetle. Yeah, and it's a comedy, and it's weird. It was yeah. The suit looks kind of like the Giver. It's it. That's right. It reminded me a lot of the Giver. Yeah, I'm looking it up because ew. Yeah. yeah, ew. That's an ugly suit. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he he gets hungry, and so he like the suit chews it up for him and makes a ball and shoves it in his mouth. He's like, oh gross! What is that? He goes, I have re- I have removed all the unneeded things and only nutrients. And he goes, I didn't want that at all. I wanted a burger. <laughs> yeah, there's it's... like another point where he has to use the restroom, and he's oh, like, no, they I... didn't need to explore that. <laughs> and he's yeah. and he's like, uh, he's like. <laughs> opening urinary aperture or something and it's like in his chest because it's like an alien suit so it's designed for an alien race that he's like he's out of their chest and he's like running like running around trying to figure out how he's going to use the restroom it's a dumb movie it's, it's really <laughs> dumb but i remember watching it as a kid oh yeah like, i watched a it a lot as yeah. a kid and i totally forgot about star kid yeah the suit wow design looks like one of the, the butt ugly martians a little bit kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of it also looks kind of like 
the steel suit from that Shaq movie. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. That steel suit that made uh, Shaq look cross-eyed every time he wore the helmet. Wait, Shaq is cross-eyed. Is he? Yeah. Oh. He is a little cross-eyed. Well, then no wonder he looked cross-eyed in the... uh... I didn't know Shaq was cross-eyed. Yeah, because I didn't look that close. Yeah, yeah. He always looks a little weird. Oh, well, well, there you go. I learned something today. (laughs) It's also why he couldn't shoot free throws. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Burn. Because he was terrible at it. Shaq burned. (laughs) Welcome to Nerd Overload, your source for sports jokes. (laughs) (laughs) That's about the extent of my sports knowledge. Make it fun. It was a good one. Though. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have one last one here, and it's a real quick one. Um, a few weeks ago, Hulu announced that they were cutting ties with their CW uh, superhero shows, which um, is sad. Which is a bummer because which they had pretty much one of the reasons I have Hulu. Yeah, they had next day um, airings, airings, and we didn't know what was going to happen with those with the the Flash, Arrow, and now Supergirl. Yep. Eye Zombie um, and Eye Zombie, yeah, and all those Supernatural, yeah. Just keep naming them. I don't yep. you know. Whatever. <laughs> Um, and we were wondering what was going to happen, whether CW was going to put them on the Seed app that never works or if they're going to do something else. Well, they it was announced that uh, Netflix is going to be getting um, uh, all of the new episodes of next season's CW. Right uh, after the season shows. finale. Yep. And uh, they get them eight days after they air, which is which is fair. That's fair. It's about a, it's a, it's a, yeah. a week plus one day. Yeah. That's fine. But uh, deal. <laughs> yeah, so now there's no uh, there's no worry about missing any of the flashes or arrows is or legends of tomorrow is. Yeah, my like at first I was kind of bummed about it, but I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, I'm really behind as it is. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'm assuming they'll keep more than like however many episodes Two or three episodes at a time. Yeah. I would imagine so. So it's it's a good move. It's smart. It's kind it's of Netflix. what I was. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Yes. Netflix needs to get more new stuff more regularly. They. I agree. That's not their own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean you don't want more Fuller House? Because <laughs> the rest of America disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of America needs to tone it down a bit. Yeah. They need to cut it out. Oh my God! And with that. We're going to ah. go ahead and end the show. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank Holy you very chalupas. much. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Hey, if you do Facebook, and I know you do, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can email us with any questions, concerns, deep thoughts, complaints, <laughs> inaccuracies, <laughs> anything. TV quotes. Yeah anything at staff at nerdoverload.com you can tweet us at nerd underscore overload just whatever you want uh you can subscribe to us on the youtube at uh nerd overload tv yep and we're on itunes and stitcher and at wzmofm.com on saturdays at at 10 a.m and 9 p.m yep that's it so yeah thanks again for tuning in and until next week peace out this show was sponsored in part by mb subculture comics and costumes